Welcome to Not Now, But Soon, a podcast about nothing. I'm your host, Thunder the Judge Hudson, and uh, welcome. This is going to be a podcast uh, just about relaxing. I'm just going to talk for like 20 minutes. I'm not going to say much. I don't really need to. And we're going to vibe and have a great time. Today, I would like to talk about Himalayan salt lamps. Himalayan salt lamps are pink. Salt. Salt came from presumably the Himalayas. I don't I don't totally think that's true though. I think you can probably get pink salt from quite a few salt deposits under the earth's crust and in it. The reason it's pink is because it's got impurities in the salt. It's got other uh, bits and bobs embedded. It's like how if you have copper impurities in something, it'll be bluish or greenish, which is really cool. I like that a lot, that certain elements, whenever they form uh, compounds with other elements, they always have a signature color. And copper is blue and green. Back to the lamps. Wish they were blue and green, but they're not. So you can tell there's no copper in them. But I remember they start getting kind of in vogue. I want to say around like the mid 2000s, like 2006, 2007. And it felt like everyone's mom suddenly really wanted one. And the whole selling point was they gave gave off uh, negative ions, either negative or positive. And that was supposed to like charge the air and make you healthier. I I don't know, it wasn't very well explained to me at the time. And in 2005, I would have been maybe 12 or 13, not particularly old, so it probably didn't make a lot of sense to me for multiple reasons, not just the ions thing. I actually own two Himalayan salt lamps, neither by choice, I was gifted both of them. One of them my aunt gave me, along with a bowl that made of wood and smells really weird so I don't use it I have it like I can't bring myself to give it away even though I probably should at this point but I I never want to put anything in it because it's just a stinky little bowl and then the other Himalayan salt lamp I got at a white elephant gift exchange um at Beast Feast with my friends 
Beast Feast is this holiday feast that me and God, a pretty large group of my friends do every year. We've done Beast Feast for, geez, probably six or seven years now, which is insane to think about. Um, I don't, we didn't really do it last year. We kind of did it, but it was in November way too early. And by the time that December rolled around, well, there were complications. So we didn't have Beast Feast this year. Next year, I hope we are able to, um, because it's really cherished. We basically all, it's a potluck, we all bring something. Usually we bring the raw ingredients, and then while we're there, like, it gets assembled, which is really fun, cooking with friends rules. Um, but sometimes people just bring their whole ass dish and it'll promptly be devoured unless you're really strict about it so we had a gift exchange and I I I really wanted there were like two gifts that I wanted there was this really cool book there was this board game called Munchkin and there was a salt lamp and somehow I got the board game and the salt lamp I was so psyched even though I felt bad because the gift that I brought which was just like a box of candies because I wasn't really sure how fancy schmancy to go and if it was supposed to be a good gift or a prank gift like none of this was really communicated at the time so I just kind of went with my gut and I was like everybody likes candy I'm gonna go to bulk barn and have a fucking blast and I did and I did it all up and I made a little card and but, you know, you look at a box of assorted candies and you look at a Himalayan salt lamp, and the Himalayan salt lamp really stands in a league of its own. The other cool thing about salt lamps is you can lick them because they are salt. While they also may, very dust, may be very dusty, so you're gonna wanna like take like a wet towel, wet terry cloth, give that bad boy a wiperoo, clean it off, and then use it like a salt lick. I did that, although without the precursory wiping because I was like a child and dumb as shit. Um, I used to do that to the Himalayan salt lamp that my mom had and did so so frequently because I was like thrilled to not get caught licking the lamp. Um, I did so frequently that it, it wore a little like indent on the facet where I usually uh, got my little salt lick uh, that it was noticeable and my mom was like, who the fuck has been licking the lamp? And I sheepishly owned up to it because I've never been a very good liar. And I wasn't so much punished as my parents just kind of laughed at me for a little while. Because <laughs> what do you tell a kid who's licked your lamp? Like, fucking cut it out. That's kind of all you can say. Like, you can't really get mad. I don't know. But I do find it very funny that so many people 
essentially have like a person salt lick in their house if i ever adopt a deer for any reason or like a cow or an other large ungulate i'll be set i got my salt lick um they can sleep in the bathtub uh i i don't know what i'll do about the hay or the the other shit that those animals need but you know i'll figure it out when i have to uh i've got the most important thing and this is that is the salt like everyone knows that if you don't if you don't if you don't have a salt um you'll turn into just some goo you'll you'll lose your physical form and become goo i'm not a medical professional so don't quote me on that but you know maybe it would happen you know you don't really hear about people these days not having enough salt in their diets everyone's all about like oh geez that's too much salt my uh pancreas is gonna be so mad i don't actually know what parts of your body are affected by having like high salt i think it's like your heart or something i don't think it's your liver maybe your kidneys yeah kidneys seem like very delicate organs because i mean they're very busy they do a lot like they're they filter your blood which is pretty fucking important i think like i wouldn't want stuff that isn't blood to be in me you know like that seems like it would be bad uh so the kidneys are really important that's what they do um and you shouldn't eat too much salt i'm trying to like walk back this conversation to figure out where i was going with it hang on oh yeah right so if everyone's worried about their kidneys and because they're eating too much salt like we just i don't even know what happens to you if you don't have enough salt I guess you just drink Gatorade, probably, because that's got salt in it, um, and disordered electrolytes. It's also, I genuinely think, I genuinely think, those perverts out there who drink Pedialyte, like, after they have a really bad hangover or whatever, those people are fucking geniuses, and I hate that. Like, I hate that they're right, that, like... If you're really hungover, you drink a Gatorade, you drink a Pedialyte, you become feeling great again. Like, it's such a simple and easy fix. And I, ugh, it almost annoys me because how many times did I wake up when I was in university, like with the pounding headache, sick to my stomach, just in a bad way. And I never thought like when i was at the pharmacy i never thought to myself i should get pedialyte i'm going to a party this weekend like there are people out there who have that thought and those people are so smart those people are good at partying which is like a really weird thing to be concretely good at but i think you can be genuinely good at partying like 
You have to have a certain panache. You have to have a certain part of yourself that is a club kid. But you don't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to be a club kid, like top to bottom, stem to stern. You just have to have like a little bit of that certain, I, I don't even know what to call it, the club kidness, you know, the, the willingness to spend 45 minutes on your makeup, at least. Or, like, the willingness to dress really weird but good. Or something. I I don't know if I know anyone who is a quote-unquote club kid. Like, that region of... That subculture is totally alien to me. And it's the same with, like, um, British rave shit. Like, drum and bass and jungle and that sort of stuff like completely alien i it looks neat and i i like those genres well enough like i don't listen to them that often but you know i i like burial as much as the next person burial fucking rules um there's just i love that there are those subcultures that i know exist and they're really neat from the outside but are completely impenetrable not because of their fault, but just because they're, I don't know, they have a certain something. But yeah, people who are good at partying are the sort of people who they tell you that they're going to a party, and you see them show up, They ha you see them have a good time, and you leave and they're still there, but the next day, what you see on Facebook, they look gorgeous and they're out at brunch with like six other people, and their secret is probably fucking Pedialyte. Like nine times out of ten. You know? Because even if they're sober, the Pedialyte is going to help wake them up. They're going to look fresh as a daisy. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your predilections are. This has become five minutes of shilling for Pedialyte somehow. I'm... I apologize for the blatant consumerism, but I am right is the thing. I want to go back to salt lamps. So the salt lamps I have right now, um, both don't currently actually light, they don't function as lamps. Uh, one of them because it's a candle holder. Uh, and I'm way too lazy to light that candle because I know that I'll forget about it and, I don't know, burn the house down or worse, I don't know. So I don't really use it all that much, it just kind of looks nice. And then the other one is a proper lamp-ass lamp, but the bulb in it burnt out a while ago and I don't know how to replace it yet, and I'm too scared to try and disassemble it and find out how the dang old thing works. I'm probably gonna do it eventually. Like, it's just one of those things that's such a low priority in my head that every time I sit down at my desk and I look at it, I'm like, oh, I should fix that. And then I inevitably get distracted by something else. That's life, though. Yeah.
have an idea, you have something you need to do, and then it gets distracted by something else. But honestly, honestly, I think that's charming. Like, I'm glad that that's the case for people that were like that. I think as I grow older, I'm finding the more animal-y bits of being a person more and more fun. Just like, yeah, I'm basically like a baboon that figured out communication and self-actualization. Like, shit. <laughs> that doesn't... At the, at the core of it, that's still just a bamboo... Bamboo baboon. It's wild. I think that's why monkeys creep me out so much, because they're just too close to people. Or like any weirdly intelligent animal. Like octopi and cetaceans, like we should not be keeping either of those like genuses captive. Or is that a phylum? I don't order? order seems correct anyway uh we shouldn't be keeping those guys captive because they like they can fucking think dude dolphins are smart as shit and scary as shit but mostly smart like i would not want to be in a pool with a dolphin that would be very scary not because i'm afraid of being bit even though that would suck but i'm afraid of like that animal is so smart and probably really annoyed with human beings and bored. That's the most important thing. That's like, if you ever see those parrots that are just really bored and so they start doing like these really, these behaviors that are bad for them, but it's like they're being driven nuts because they have nothing to do Ugh, I feel so bad for them. I I wouldn't keep a bird myself because, frankly, I have a hard time taking care of my own animal self. I don't, I don't need to drag anybody else into it. Um, but also because it just seems, like, inhumane. They're so... They got shit figured out. We should just let them do whatever the hell they want or if you insist on having one at least like remember that it's basically as smart as a human toddler and toddlers are scary smart so like you gotta entertain that little guy you gotta keep him company and be his pal <sighs> alright I think that does it for episode one. Thank you for listening to Not Now About But Soon, the podcast about nothing. I'm still your host, Thunder the Judge Hudson. I am going to try to get one of these bad boys out every week. We will see if I can manage it. But, um... Let me know if there's anything you want me to talk about, and I will do my best. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at at hundred named. I will be absolutely thrilled 
to see what you want me to talk about. Okay. Take care.